哥林多前书四章第一节。哥林多前书四章第一节。哥林多前书四章第一节。哥林多前书四章第一节。哥林多前书四章第一节。哥林多前书四章第一节。哥林多前书四章第一节。哥林多前书四章第一节。哥林多
because uh, towards the end of your life, you have to settle your account with God. So, Therefore, on the first slide, you see that my asset also belongs to God. I'm only taking care of it on behalf of God. This is a very important concept. Do not think that only the wealth of the church belongs to God. Everything that you own, everything that you possess, actually belongs to God. You're only taking care of it on behalf of God. Truthfully, you can't even bring these with you after you pass on. You are only taking care of it on behalf of God. If that is the concept you hold, then your behavior will change completely. We know that money is the most important topic in the life of a human. We have to earn money. We have to spend money. We have to save money. We have to invest. In fact, we have to save it for the next generation. These are some of the main concepts of of people of the world before they belong before they believe in Christ. However, you and I are the children of God. If that we have to understand that whatever we spend, whatever we invest, our purpose is to bring honor to God. So let us learn how to be good stewards of money. We are we are looking we are taking care of our money on behalf of God. Some say Money is a very good servant. However, it's a terrible owner or master. Why? Because money itself is neutral. If you use it, you can do a lot of good things. However, if you're under the influence of money, you're being controlled by your desires. Money can make you do a lot of terrible things in your life such that you will not ever find happiness in your life. Let us take a look at what our Lord Jesus said. Let's turn to Matthew chapter 6, verse 24. Matthew chapter 6, verse 24. 24. No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Our Lord Jesus here said that no one can serve two masters at the same time. You can only select one to be a master. When you select one, you will despise the other. If you have selected money to be your master, then you will look down upon Jesus. Because all you'll be thinking about is how to earn more money. You will never think about Lord Jesus. So we can only select Jesus to be our master. And to see money as our servant. This is our principle in life. 
that is, we have to see Jesus as the center of our lives.没有信神的人呢，常常会说，我一辈子到底赚多少钱，值多少钱。And people who are non-Christians, they often measure themselves using money.他们的价值啊，跟他们资产呢，是上上下下一起波动的。The value of their life fluctuates with the 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 amount of money they have in their possession.但是你跟我的价值都不一样。But our value differs.我们常常会问一个问题。We often ask ourselves one question.为什么神创造我？ why did God create me? Why am I still alive today? What would God want me to do? What talents has God blessed me with and what can I do with them? And what is our calling from the Lord? What are our missions in life that God wants us to do? These are the questions we have to ask ourselves. Instead of asking how much money I can make in my entire life. For example, if you go to a hardware store like Home Depot, you have to ask yourself what tools you need. The first thing you have to ask yourself is what you are going to make. You won't buy every tool available in the store and bring them home asking yourself what you're going to do with them. You will only buy what you need for your project. So let us think in, in the same way, and what would God wants us, want us to achieve in our life? Money is only a tool that we can use. And we want our money to be our servant. So how do we become a good steward of money? We'll raise a few points this afternoon. First, we have to develop this habit of offering tithes to God. This is the very first responsibility or mission that you are supposed to have when you want to become a good steward of God. Let's turn to Proverbs chapter 3. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 9. Verse 9, honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of all your increase. Earlier we mentioned what is the purpose of God's creation. God created us to glorify Him. If you have not glorified God, you have lived in vain. How do we glorify God? Many ways. Uh, do the holy work to preach the gospel. These are examples of glorifying God. But here it gives us a very basic thing that we can do. That is the first fruits of our increase. In the past, people plant. And whatever they've sold, they will have food to eat. And with the excess, they will sell in exchange for money to buy what they need. The very first harvest. Usually the value of the first harvest are are higher than the others because yours, your harvest has ripened first. 
The Bible tells us that we have to offer God our first fruits. 我们常常奉献都是说啊，我已经用完了，剩多少了，我才来做个随便做个感恩奉献。Normally, we offer to God what we have in excess. 不是神不要的不是这个，神要的是粗俗的土产。Yet this is not what God wants. God wants the first fruit. 就是你都还没有吃，你就献奉献给神了。That is before you consume, you have given God a portion of it. 其实不是神很爱钱。It's not that God loves money. 神也不吃你的果子。And neither does God consume your your crops. 神要你荣耀他。God wants you to glorify Him. 为什么你收成了，马上拿给神就荣耀神 ？Why is it that after your first harvest you offer it to God? 因为你承认了这个这个是神祝福我才有的。Because you are admitting or acknowledging that it is God's blessing that you have your harvest. 所以要先拿到他面前感谢他。And that is why you are bringing your first fruits to God to give thanks to Him. 这这个就是十亿奉献的这个概念。And that is the concept of tithes. 不是用剩了才拿给神。It's not to offer God access. 也不是有什么特别感恩的事才来做感恩的奉献。Or to give God because you are especially thankful. 你每个月固定的，你还没你拿到收入还没有花呢，就先把十分之一先拿给神。Before you even spend your monthly salary, you offer one tenth of it to God. 啊，这个就是得福气的源头。This is the source of your blessings. 我们看马拉基书的第三章。Let's turn to Malachi chapter three. 啊，马拉基书的第三章。Malachi chapter three. 第十节。Verse ten. 请读。Verse ten. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house, and try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts. If I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such blessing, that there will not be room enough to receive it. 这个是神的应许啊。This is a promise from God. 每一个基督徒都应该去做的。And every Christian should be doing this. 如果你想要在接下来我们所讲的一切的动作当中得到神的祝福 ，If you want to receive blessings that we are going to mention afterwards， 你一定要做这点。Then you have to at least do this. 因为神要求的。This is a requirement from God. 如果你这一点没有做，其他的都不都不太需要讲。If you did not even do this, we don't even have to mention all the rest. 因为其他事情上面你得不到神的祝福。Because in all the other things you will not receive blessings from God. 好，那我们来讲第二点。Let's talk about Let's talk about the second point. 怎么来做钱财上的好管家 ？How do we become a good steward of money? 我们要有理想，要有一个 vision. We got to have an ambition. We got to have a vision. 比如说，我以后希望住的比较好的房子。For example, I wish to live in a better house. 我以后希望可以过得比较安稳的退休的生活。And I wish to have a good retirement. 好，这个都是理想。These are all your visions. 但是我们不可以活在幻想当中啊。Yet we cannot live in fantasies. 理想是可以达到的。A vision is attainable. 是一个目标。It's a target. It's a goal. 为了要达成这个理想，你需要某一些钱财来帮助你。In order to achieve your vision, you will need some money to help you. 但是很多人活在幻想当中。Yet a lot of people live in fantasies. 什么叫幻想 ？What is a fantasy? 这是两个字，中文就是想要发达。That is, you want to be enormously rich. Ah, we know that Chinese New Year is approaching. Chinese people are very fond of spending money. Every Chinese wishes to be prosperous. 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 Every Chinese And money, money. Everyone is thinking about money, and they think about it so much they even dream about it. 什么叫发财 ？What is to be prosperous? 这是不需要工作赚很多钱呐，这是发财呀。That is, you don't have to work and you have a lot of money. 还有在很短时间之内，你很少的钱变很多的钱，这叫发财。
or in a very short period of time, you have managed to accumulate a lot of money. If you work for your money and you invest wisely, this this is not being prosperous. 那个那个是grow的money啊，那个是正常的。This is called growing your money. This is very normal. 发展好像一下子爆炸了，哇，到处都有了。Prosperous means you get rich overnight. 如果你是活在幻想当中啊，你永远是钱财的仆人。If you live in a fantasy all your life, you're forever a servant of money. 你会很失望。You will be disappointed. 我们看箴言二十三章第四节。Let's turn to Proverbs twenty-three. Proverbs 有一些人他就是活在幻想当中他不知道人家努力了多久他的眼睛一直放在发财的目标上面 so all they see is their enormous wealth. 好了，结果呢？And the Bible tells us that it seems that money has wings and it can fly away. 啊，这个钱哦会流动，会飞走了。And money is fluid; it has wings; it can fly. 我们要记得一个一个定律。Always remember this fact. 来得快，去得也快。What comes fast will also go fast. 赚得容易。if it's easy money, you will lose it easily too. This is a fact. And if it comes fast, it's very difficult for you to keep it. So we must have vision but not live in fantasy. But a lot of people love fantasies but does not have a vision. Let's turn to Proverbs chapter 28, verse 19. Chapter 28, verse 19. 19. He who tills his land will have plenty of bread, but he who follows frivolity will have poverty enough. There are two ways to gain wealth. 第一种就是耕田，就是努力的工作，慢慢的增加你的财富。One is to till the land, which is to work hard and to slowly increase your wealth，经营你的事业，to manage your career。哎，这样子呢会自己吃得饱。And in this way, you will have enough food。啊，有剩呢还可以再买更多的田地，你再去种，啊，那那慢慢的增加。And if you have access, you can gather them, accumulate them, and slowly buy another piece of land。但是另外一种增加钱财的方法，就是不是去种田，不是去做事业，而是呢。and another way to gain wealth is not to till the land or to manage your career, rather to follow frivolity. 看不见的东西. Things that you can't see. 哇，来，很快，哦，一下涨的，很快的。It comes fast, it grows fast. 哦，拥有它三天可以涨三倍的东西，最好。By owning it for three days, it would increase three times. 啊，不用每天去看的东西。You don't have to follow it every day. 哦，按一个按钮。之后它就会长很多了，哪种最好？By the press, by pressing a button, it will increase multiple, uh, multifold. 如果你有这种想法，你就活在幻想当中。If this is your thinking, you are living in a fantasy. 还有圣经有讲哦，你赚得快的也会亏得快哦。
And the Bible also tells us if you earn it fast, you also lose it fast. Let's turn to Proverbs chapter 13. This is, uh, this is mentioned in the Bible. Chapter 13, verse 11. Wealth gained by dishonesty will be diminished, but he who gathers by labor will increase. If you work hard and you labor, um, your money will increase. However, uh, the other way of getting wealth is not by hard work, not by labor, but uh, by dishonesty. These will diminish very fast. Some people ask whether Christians can uh, invest in stocks. If you have followed the news in the past week, you will realize that the biggest news is regarding the stock market. A lot of people in North America are crazy about the stock market right now. Last week, something happened. And due to convenience of technology, a lot of the small traders, uh, the young traders, uh, they are buying stocks using their cell phones. In the past, if you want to buy uh, stocks, you have to go through brokerages, which will cost you money. And now, with certain apps, you can trade uh, without a fee, and it's very convenient. And due to the pandemic, a lot of people are at home with nothing better to do. And uh, with the excess money that they have, or from the subsidies uh, from the government, and these are usually young men between the age of 20 to 35。and they will be downloading these apps to trade for free, and they will be buying stocks. Uh, there are people who are buying uh, stocks as they were doing something else. In the bathroom. Oh, sorry. <laughs> they were trading stocks in their bathroom. A lot of young people are very interested in trading stocks. 那個那些散戶連起來攻擊那些跟那些華爾街的那些基金啊,hedge news that all the young traders uh they are banding up together uh to fight against all the hedge funds uh companies。還有幾隻股票,GameStop啦,AMC啦,BlackBerry啊,哇,被他們對賭通到一天可以漲了好多好多倍。And these uh, young traders, they were banding together and, and and investing, or rather trading in stocks of three companies like GameStop, AMC, and BlackBerry, causing the price to increase exponentially. A lot of young people, they invested thousands, but received 
rewards of up to tens of thousands. Perhaps um, seniors may not know what I'm talking about, but the younger generation wow. definitely knows what I'm talking about. So and a lot of young people may be thinking, if I had known this, I would have invested a few hundreds, and now at least I will have thousands. And I might as well discard my studies and my books and just go on to Reddit to seek to observe and see which stock will be increasing in value next. This is very dangerous. So first, people were asking, can Christians trade stocks? What does it mean by trading stocks? Buying stocks means that you own a percentage of this company. It's like going out to buy a business. You don't have the money to buy the entire business, so you can only buy stocks.你去买一个生意没有说对或是错啊，只是你买这个生意买有没有买对而已。and there's no right or wrong to buying a business. It's only whether you are buying the right business or not. Oh, and if you have excess money and you believe in the business you want to buy, um, good luck to you. There's no right or wrong. There are risks involved. If you are uh, very rational, you have done your research, then you have also labored for it. And you're holding it long term. If you are a young uh, youth, if you're a youth, and you are using your phone to trade stocks, following Reddits and trading on Robinhood, you should be careful. What is day trading? That is, you buy and sell uh, many times in a day. You buy and sell hoping to make a gain. One day, you will trip and fall. And don't say that I am cursing you. At the very beginning, you may be making a profit. But this is likened to gambling. You have no idea what this company does. You don't even look at its financial statements. You're only following blindly. You may invest nine times and you have made a lot of money, but this is not right. Because the more money you make, the bolder you become. And for your tenth time, you are gambling and you're putting a lot of money. It is very possible that you will lose everything in your tenth trade. So let us not be greedy. When the Bible tells us that we have to be good stewards of money, what does it mean? Let us not be greedy. Let us not be day trading, day traders. Especially the youth in the 20s and 30s. And some people, some youth say that I'm doing this like into playing computer games. This is quite pitiful. Because they have no idea how much 
losses they will have to bear. 不要看别人赚了。Do not think that other people are making money. 你看到的都是那个别人赚的，其他一千个别人亏死的，你也没有看到。You're only you're only setting your sight on the one person who had made money, but you haven't seen all the thousands who have lost theirs. 还有更小心的，绝对基督徒啊，不要碰那些衍生工具 ，stock options. And especially Christians, you should never play options. Ah, the derivative, ah, those derivatives. This you don't know, don't check. If you don't know what they are, that's fine. Ah, don't know, don't be simple. If you don't know what they are, that's good because you are simpler. Know, don't touch them. What stock, buy, sell, sell, call, put, this is all gambling. And even if you know how they work, don't don't trade in them by putting a putting in a put option or a call option. Ah. 之前有年轻人在网络上面用这个 Robinhood 啊，买买那些衍生工具。And there are some youth, uh, using the, 不是我们教会的 ，using the app, uh, Robinhood app, they have uh, traded in options. 把那个杠杆弄到最大，把那个把那个 leverage 弄到最大。And they have maximized their leverage. 买了几几万块的那个 derivative， 这个这些衍生工具。And they have spent tens of thousands on buying derivatives. 想要赚大钱。Hoping to make a lot of money. This is not making money. This is 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 making money. Studying in a well-known university. So you should never play with derivatives. So you should never play with derivatives. So you should never play with derivatives. So let's be careful. 还有，如果你就要投资市场、资本市场啊，也不要投资那些跟罪有关的这些企业。And if you do want to invest, uh, in or whether I want to put in an investment, do not invest in companies associated with sin. 圣经告诉我们，不要在罪上有份。The Bible tells us that we should not have a part in sin. 什么叫罪？ Was it sin? 基督徒不可以去做的，不应该去做的那些的事情，你也不要买那些企业。And um things that Christians should not do, as well as don't invest in companies that sell these things. 啊，你不赌博，你为什么买那个赌赌赌场的股票 ？If you don't gamble, why do you buy stocks of a casino? 你觉得吸大麻是不好的，为什么你投资在大麻上面 ？If you don't even smoke marijuana, why do you invest in a cannabis company? 你投资在那些东西，你就在罪上有份。If you invest in these companies, you have a part in sin. 圣经讲得很清楚，光明跟黑暗是分开的。The Bible is very clear on this. There is a fine, uh, uh, there is a fine line between light and darkness. 所以不要贪心。Do not be greedy. 不要追随这些虚浮的东西。Do not pursue, uh, uh rather follow, uh, frivolity. 所以最好的方法就是好好的努力工作。The best way is to work hard. 啊，我们刚刚讲过了，好像耕田一样，好好的经营自己的工作，或者是自己做一个事业，好好的去经营它。And like we said earlier, we work on our land, or if you're managing a business, manage it well. 好，我们看箴言二十二章第二十九节。Let's turn to Proverbs twenty-two, twenty-nine. 二十二章二十九节。Chapter twenty-two, verse twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. Do you see a man who excels in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand b e f 做事上面呢，非常的优秀，非常的表现的好。So it says here, do you see a man who excels in his work? 很多人做事情啊，在公司上班啊，随随便便。A lot of people they have a rather casual attitude towards their work. 上班就等下班。When they go to work, they're waiting for the end of the day. 啊，有时候还迟到。And sometimes they were even late going to work. 有时候还早退。
or they will leave work early. And if the boss pushes him, he would work. And if the boss does not push, they will not work. These people will never find favor in the eyes of their boss. And usually they are also the first person to get to get laid off. The Bible tells us that in whatever work that you do, you have to excel in it. Because at the end, you will stand before kings. You will not stand before unknown men. This is the attitude when you work, regardless of your wages. That you have to glorify God in your work. And if your boss tells you that you are so hardworking, I am going to increase your salary, then you have glorified God. Third, how to be a good steward of money. We have to be disciplined in our spending. This is not easy. And especially in times like these, we all shop online without having to go to a store. There are some people who have boxes waiting outside of their doors. They keep buying. Just exactly, are you buying what you need or are you buying what you want? And can you afford your spending? And including some luxurious items. Your houses, your automobiles, are these what you need and can you afford them? There are some people who only want to buy, but they never thought about whether they can afford it or not. And since I have so many credit cards, let me just uh, pay for them. Uh, let's just use those cards first. Now we are facing a trap, and what is it? And the government is printing a lot of money to stimulate the economy. And they're saying that the money that the banks own is not up to their nose. Or the bank has is not up to their nose. And a lot of people, because of the pandemic, have nowhere to go and nowhere to spend. They have a lot of money in their bank accounts. And the interest rates, the 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 uh, national bank has already decreased it to almost zero. Wow, mortgage the lead So the mortgage interest rate is now very low. And when the bank tells you that your credit limit has increases, you must be very happy. And you start buying things that you can't afford. These are all traps that you should be watched out for. As a Christian, we must spend what we have. You have seen a very beautiful car, but you have to ask yourself, can you afford it? Or are you asking yourself, because other people drive this car, I want to have an exact same one. 
Or other people live in this big mansion. I want one too. You may be able to borrow the money to buy it, but can you afford to pay down your debt? So, so we have to so you have to only spend what you measure yourself and see what you have. It doesn't matter how much you earn, rather it's how much you spend. Let's turn to Proverbs chapter 21, verse 17. Chapter 21, verse 17. 17. He who loves pleasure will be a poor man. He who loves wine and oil will not be rich. The words of the Bible are eternal truth. Do you love pleasure? Do you love wine and oil? Do you like spending? If you don't control your spending, you will end up being poor. Warren Buffett said something very famous. If you often buy things that you don't need, then very soon you'll be selling what you do need. This is very true. But not a lot of people will be thinking about this. So let us limit our spending. If today you are leading a good life, you have a good salary, then you should not be keep spending. You have to prepare for the future. Fourth point. Let us not be greedy. This is very important and an important fact if you want to be a good steward of money. Let's turn to Ephesians chapter 5. Chapter 5, verse 5. For thus you know that no fornicator, unclean person, nor covetous man who is an idolater has any inheritance the kingdom of Christ and God. So these kind of people will never enter into the kingdom of God. And by saying that they have no inheritance in the kingdom of God, it means that they have no part in God. If you cannot enter into the kingdom of God, where will you end up? There is no other place for you to go except down to hell. We often mention just the first point that do not fornicate. Then we often reply, no, we don't fornicate. What about unclean? You're not unclean. But there's one point that we seldom mention. Covetous men cannot enter into the kingdom of God. What does it mean to be covetous? Big desires. That you often think that you don't have enough. You often want things that don't belong to you. In a short period of time, this is not considered a major, a major sin. But as it accumulates, it will become a big number, and one day these people will depart from God. And there was, uh, when the people of Israel left uh, Egypt, there was among them a man named Achan. He was greedy. God instructed the people through Moses that they should never touch anything in the city of Jericho. They should uh, burn all of them. 
And Achan, seeing the gold and silver in the city, um, that he was greedy. So he kept some. And he was discovered. And he himself was stoned to death, and he also caused the, the, uh, the falling of his entire family. Just for that few shirts. For that few pieces of gold. What did he lose? He lost his life. The life of his entire family. He cannot enter into the land of Canaan. But sometimes in the moment of being greedy, you don't think that far. If he had thought far enough, he would never have kept these. That if I can enter into the land of Canaan, my life will be better. But in that moment of greedy, he forgot about the words of God. So as a greedy man in the Old Testament, he lost his life. In the New Testament, we have Judas. He betrayed Jesus. And he lost everything. So a covetous man shall never enter into the kingdom of God. We seldom mention this, but this is a, a quote from the Bible. This society we live in is greedy. The root of capitalism is greed, which is used to stimulate production. If everyone is satisfied, then capitalism will never work. But the Bible tells us the very opposite. Let's turn to the book of Hebrews, chapter 13, verse 5. Chapter 13, verse 5. Chapter 13, verse 5. Let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have. For he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And the Bible tells us that let your conduct be without covetousness. This is very important. You can own it, you can have it, but do not love it. We can love our family, we can love our Lord Jesus, but let us not be in love with money. It is only a tool. It is a tool to help us to lead a godly life on earth. It's not the more the merrier. People of the world, if they're non-Christians, they would love to have more of it. The Bible tells us that it is enough. As long as it is enough, it is good. Says, be content with such things as you have. I thank God, even my even though my house is small, but it's enough. I may be driving an old car, but it's still moving. And when it's time to change a new car, at least I have the money to change a new one. And if I need a bigger space, God will prepare one for me. Do not uh, compare others yourself to others. It says here in this verse, for he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. 
we are always afraid that we are insufficient. We are being left out. Oh, like we are often afraid that we have left out. We are being left out. We have missed out on an opportunity. Be careful. Where have you placed your hope? God said, I will never leave you. You will never go hungry. You will never go poor. If you love me, I will take care of you. I will take care of your life. If you love the world, I will depart from you. These are the words of the Bible. Let's read the first Timothy chapter 6. First Timothy chapter 6, verse 9. Nine, but those who desire to be rich fall into temptation and a snare, and into many foolish and harmful lusts, which drown men in destruction and perdition. Verse ten. But the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil, for which some have strayed from the faith in their greediness and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. Here Paul explains why those who are greedy for money cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Because they have fallen into a snare or fallen into a temptation. There are some people who had lost, uh, suffered loss from trading stocks. Some people ended up killing themselves or committing suicide. They felt that they have fallen into a snare. And there are people who embezzled from the company to in order to pay off their debts. This also happened in the church. Not here, but somewhere else. Their financial affairs were stealing from the church to pay off their debt from uh, from uh, their trading stocks. They have been tempted, tempted. They they weren't like that in the past. But this loss is so big that they have to get the money somewhere else. So they have been they have fallen into temptation and caught by a snare. I was watching a short video on how to catch crabs. As a big cage. And and the bait was a big piece of salmon. And a camera was attached to the cage. And the cage was placed at the bottom of the water. And very soon, the crabs were attracted by the smell of the fish and came. At the very beginning, they can't enter into the cage. But they keep squeezing through. And it seems that the crabs themselves are quite flexible. They're able to squeeze into the cage. And the bait, the salmon itself, was wrapped by another cage. So there's a cage within a cage. And so even if the crabs manage to squeeze into the huge cage, they're still unable to get to the bait. They could touch it, but they cannot grab it. And at the same time, more crabs keep crawling in. And when the time is up, oh, uh, a man in the boat will start pulling the, the cage out of the water. And the camera shows all the crabs struggling to get out. 
And when the cage is pulled out of the water and in front of the fisherman, the fisherman will be smiling or laughing loudly because they have a good harvest. And the crabs are very stupid. They themselves cannot get to the bait and they became dinner. I was thinking, we are probably those crabs. The devil sees whatever you like, he will provide it to you. If you don't like beautiful women, I'll give you money. All these have to do with pride. What do you need money, so much money for? You want to be number one in the world. Comparing yourself to others. It says here, uh, many foolish and harmful lusts which draw men into destruction and perdition. And some people say, Preacher, that's not my goal. I just want to have a bit more. I will not uh, sin. But take a look at 10, verse 10. The love of money may be the cause of you to depart from the church. It's not that you want to stray from the faith. But rather, your heart is not in it anymore. Every day, if, you, if every day you are on your cell phone buying and selling stocks, then imagine sitting here in the chapel listening to the sermon, your heart will still be on the stocks, even though there's no trading on a Saturday. And whatever your wife says to you or children say to you, you will probably not be listening. And you have pierced yourself with many sorrows. These are all words from the Bible. We can work hard for money. We can also have a good plan in our investments. For long term wise. But let us not be greedy. Do not imitate others. Nor should we uh, do things that are out of our ability. What is most important? The most important is for us to honor God or glorify God. Whatever we have, we are taking care of it temporarily on behalf of God. That in the future, we have to settle our account. Lord, what you have given me, I have made good use of it. I have used it to take care of our children, use it to take care of my family. More importantly, I have used the money you have blessed me with to, to uh, offer to the church to help out with the church work. God will never ask you how much money you have in the world. God will never ask you how much money you have left for your next generation. God will only ask you how have you made good use of the money I have given you. Have you used it to glorify Him? Let us sing Him. Number 120.